I just want to start from the outset to say that any decision we make today may change tomorrow. In order to have the best expert advice, we have commissioned... Supercoach 360. <laughs> the time's going up. It's recording. And now, ladies and gentlemen, time for the show. Mate, 100%. We need to find out why they think it's okay to say anything. It's certainly one of the greatest challenges in the history of the game. That's what they want to try and do. Megastar to megastar! In this regard, we're leaving every option on the table. Excellent. Oh, what was that, something special! You know what? Uh, that's not talent. Oh. Supercoach 360! The best way to handle these things is to stay measured, stay calm, you know, live your life as normal. Unless we start finding it off the people... Who actually When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At Bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. G'day, welcome to Supercoach360. How are you doing? It's your boy, Josie J. We're in the coach's box again. Talk all things Supercoach from round 12 and round 13. The dreaded buy round is finally upon us. Here we are. What will we do? Do uh, how'd you go last week, boys? Average, um, only got to twelve forty-five. So I lost spots with that. Actually, took me down to ten thousandth. So not often you, you uh, lose lose uh, positions with a twelve forty-five. Nah, <laughs> look, and at the start of the week, I was I was I was tracking nicely, you know, um, and then yeah, it sort of just. By the end of the weekend, not owning the turbos of the world and stuff like that just took its toll on the team. So, well, we still live on to fight another week. We didn't drop too far, you know what I mean? We're still 10,000, which isn't bad. It's If you really look at the points-wise, I'm not out of contention if you're looking at it that way. Like, I'm more of a head-to-head player anyway, but... It is still a tight ship. Looking at looking mm. at the, the leader, it changes weekly. Um, Whilst I was looking at the leader, though, I did notice we have two dedicated listeners inside the top 50. So hang in there, fellas. Um, I won't jinx you because every year we we seem to, well, a couple of years ago, we were getting on people that were doing well and were cruel in their season. So I'll wait till you screw yourselves before I get you on and ask about how good it was going well. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry about you, Louis. How'd you do? Uh, I got a 1325. Yeah. Um, decent score. Decent score. Then that was with Schuster and Taruva sitting on my, be- on my bench without Ooh, a reserve. Brutal. Um, which was painful watching them get that score on Crocus sitting on a thirty-two. Uh, uh, yeah. to, to be honest, though, like, would you ever have played Schuster? God no. Like after, <laughs> like, after like you, you said you had a feeling, but in a perfect world, like watching his couple of opening games, you really wouldn't have played him unless you had to. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. There's no way I think any of us um, would have seen that that turnaround from Manly, considering the way they've played as of recently. Um, yeah, as you said, especially Schuster. I mean, the, he's pumped out some pretty low scores, you know, this season. So he did go into like boot camp with Spud Carroll, but so that was 
Yeah, obviously life-changing experience. <laughs> Spud bashed the scores back into him. Well, he's, he's a hard man, old Spud, so you can imagine there would have been some big chats, mm. if you know what I mean, like just some soul search and stuff. Like, yeah. At the end of the day, dude, you got... You can do that or go swing a hammer and throw a brick or whatever you want to do, like, and, and from play footy. And from what I've heard, that's exactly what Schuster needed. He needed that guidance, so, someone someone as strong as Spud to, you know, grab him by the scruff of the ear and pull him into line. Well, if you ever grew up watching footy or the footy shows or anything like if you've ever watched Origin Highlights, bang, who's in there? Spud. Mm. If you ever watched some of the hardest things in rugby league, Spud's... Definitely in amongst it, or he gets a mention from hard players across the board from the last 20, 30 years. So would have been an eye-opening experience for the bloke, I reckon. Like, <laughs> Definitely. To be brutal. And he's, he showed it on the weekend. He's potentially good. Mm. Yeah. Know? So, yeah. How'd you let's, go, champion? Let's talk, like, about, let's talk about the real did, one we should I, be talking about. I was trying about. to keep it away for a bit because <laughs> far out. But no, get it out, bro. Like, I had a blinder. Whip it out, big fella. <laughs> <laughs> had a blinder. Um, 32nd for the round overall. So can't complain. 80 points off the money. Not, um, don't even worry about the money. Like, What did it do for your... Bro, 13,000 spots just went from 18,000 to 5,000. Yeah. Like all of a sudden, bang, up there. Just brought my season back. That's three hundred points. I'm now nine hundred points off the leader. Has that changed your coaching mindset? Like, let's look at the like two what? two weeks ago when you were twenty three thousandth. Were you a happy coach? Were you enjoying your super coach? I was over it. Um, you know season, the deal. <laughs> but here we are two weeks later. Um, heavily invested again, champ. Hundred <laughs> percent. We are back to play, but that. That's crazy, right? One week. One week can just change it completely. All of a sudden, that's it. I'm back in the game. Like I said, I've already checked to see how many points it takes me to get up to the leader now. 1,200 seems insurmountable. You make 300 in a week, well, that's only four weeks. You know what I mean? Completely cool. different mindset. But the mm. thing, thing is, man, Origin. Origin's here. Origin players stepped up. And this is the thing that happens around this time of year. These players come back and they are freaks. Not just Origin players stepped up. Some Origin players didn't make the cut. Yeah, um, yeah. Some of them play this weekend. Uh, will be a bit scorned, I feel. Uh, KP, Cook, let's just call them. Uh, Gags as Gags, well. Yeah. Uh, he's another Campbell one. Graham. Well, Campbell well, Graham. Graham pulled himself out. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Louis. Good thing you brought <laughs> this up. Campbell Graham shouldn't play for South. If you don't have enough respect for the Blues to go be 18th man, you can't pull out and then play for your club. And if you are, I'm just going to call it out. Ricky and the Raiders. Are straight up either paying players not to go or for some nah. reason have convinced them not to go. Um, well, White has already said this... that he might come back, and I think Papa Lee said he's not necessarily 100% retired from Origin yet. This is, this is, I think this is a Canberra trick. It might be a Canberra trick, whatever, but um, or, look, Origin's the thing. If the Blues doctors, I'm pretty sure, said Campbell Graham wasn't right to train. With the blue squad without injections and stuff like the, that. Yeah, the first the, he would have missed the first first couple of days of training, and apparently with that they swapped the eighteenth man to Crichton over Graham. I heard he wasn't going to play. He wasn't able to do the training, and then he was going to get. Uh, he was pretty much only going to be available for the game. Right. Okay. Yeah. So then, if that's the case, and then all of a sudden you can go back and play for your club. Nah, that's funny, buggers. Well, you can because 
I can understand the rules. There's a different can, set of doctors. Saying... a different set of doctors, though. Like Freddie and his team of doctors are at the top of the, like we've talked about in the past and today. It's the elite part of the game. It's bigger than a grand final. You know, it's they have a total different set of doctors to the South doctors. The South doctors would probably say, doesn't need to train all week, can play needled up. That's cool. That's cool. He's That's cool with Souths. That's cool with Souths. That's cool with Campbell Graham. Everyone's happy. Freddie and the boys aren't happy with that. Freddie and his doctors and his team aren't happy with someone who can't do that. So hence why he got omitted. Like, it's t- totally different. Like, it's, he didn't dog anyone in my view. He couldn't do the job that was required to do for the Blues, according to their doctors and coach and staff. But according to Souths, because he's been playing needled up for a few weeks uh, from I think what it's I know. About it's not three a, or four weeks. It's not a fresh injury. So he hasn't trained for four weeks, like contact and stuff. Like he just gets needled up and plays on the day. That's from what I'm, my understanding is with Campbell Graham at Souths. So you, you can't have a bloke that's just playing needled up at that level. It's too hard, that. too fast. It's yeah. just too much. It's, a, it's another beast. Whereas you can sort of get hidden. Club level, you know, you can sort of, if you someone sees weakness at origin, you're fucked. <laughs> Sorry, dude, but they're going to eat you up all day. And that's just something, if you're already the 18th man and you're coming in undone, you're no good to anyone. You know, it's one, you're one knock away from being a, a, another dude sitting on the bench for no reason. I'm hearing so, you. Yeah, I just, if he, he could come out and turn up for South this week. You know, easily come out ton up South this week because he knows their system structures and plays. Like it's, he would have had a whole preseason doing what he's doing. You know, whereas at Blues level they got ten days. You know, mm. so anyway. But yeah, any other omissions that you use? I, I, I was, I was under the impression Corey Horsburgh, especially once um, Papali didn't get, um, Papali stood down. I was definitely expecting Corey Horsburgh to get pulled into the Queensland side, but he didn't. Um, anyone else is a bit of a, I think the Gags. Parramatta forwards didn't get a crack either, did they? Paulo no. get a run? Yeah, Paulo's in. Yeah. He's on the bench. Yeah. Oh, is he? Yeah. yeah. Oh, there you go. Uh, Dan Gagai from uh, Queensland. And KP. And KP, yeah. yeah. Well, I understand the KP one. Like, I know we had this discussion with Con a bit last week, but KP for me, he's a head knock away from not yeah. doing much anyway. And, and you can't deny Reese Walsh is in some form right now. I th- yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I think. Sorry, you man. know what? Like, go, 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 finish. I, I was just going to say, I, I think it was probably the right decision going K, uh, Walsh over KP, to be honest. In my opinion, anyway. Walsh scares me, bro. Did you see what he did against yeah. the Panthers? Like, they had a chance to win that game, and, and it was all off the back of Walsh. And you know what? You need your players to really put their body on the lines defensively. And I'm sorry, but Ponga, since he's come back, has at times looked very apprehensive when tackling your bigger players. I think it's because he's been waiting to get his origin jersey, right? To put in the big, big game. And yeah, he didn't get it, but. For me, Walsh, this is a thing of origin and debutants. Like, it takes a special, very special. I'm not saying Reese Walsh isn't special enough to do it, but it takes a special dude to just take origin in your stride. Mm. You know, like, it's a very fast, intense, hectic game, and a lot of people find it hard to 
especially first, second, third games, it's hard to find your injection point into the game. Like, it's just because of how fast it is and everyone wants the ball, you know, and it's up to you to be the overriding call. And I think that's why he did get the likes of Cobbo and stuff as well in his side because he'll be able to override Cobbo and... But he'll, he'll probably worry about overriding a Val Holmes or something like that, you know, or trying to override a Munster or... That's the thing, you got to get over at Origin. Like, if you're there, you got to override if you feel it's your job. I don't know, we'll see on the day, I guess. I hope it's yeah. too much for him, <laughs> <laughs> personally. But Tommy Dearden also proved me wrong the other year. I thought he was going to have a, a bit of a rough trot, and he came out and smashed it, man. Like, Hey, yeah. that's it. Origin's a different beast. The people that want to play it want to play it uh, pretty hard. You know what I mean? It's all about what Queensland means to them, what New South Wales means to them, and the games that they've grown up watching, things like that. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just super excited for it. It's so close now. You know, a oh, week ten, away. Ten more sleeps, lads. Speaking like... of, probably no podcast next week. Otherwise, it'll be out on a Tuesday because what do you think about that when we start the season? No. Tuesday, probably. <laughs> use a free Tuesday. I'm not, definitely not, but You're anyway, right. we'll talk about that another time. Yep. We could even maybe just wing one on a Monday. We'll work something out. Okay. <laughs> you might get a Zoom chat. <laughs> um, okay, where to go for Origin now? I've got... I know Jazzy's not too keen on this, but I'm doing it anyway. <laughs> um, where to go for Origin now? These dudes are all playing Origin, and they are very highly owned in their positions. Like, I've got Payne Huss, 50% owned. Uh, D. Fee, 31%. Harry Grant, 44%. Nico Hines, 50%. Munster's only 19 um, Val Holmes, 31 And Reese Walsh, 29 um, Now, at least one or two of these probably have to go for you to be competitive over the next couple of rounds. Um, and I just want to know for you which ones it is like. Not everyone has to go this way. Like, there'll be different ways for everyone to go. Like, some people might be solid already in second row, so they might want to look at ditching fullbacks and centre wings and a hooker, you know. But I've got some players that are just yes or no for use. Now, for Huss's replacement, AFB. Um, oh, yeah, that's pretty got, solid. Got a solid. He's been scoring tries, so don't expect him to maintain scoring tries. Every week, so he's due to cob a price rise, but of the front row is still high solid PPMM base every week anyway. So he's pretty much it is sideways, but if you want that number for the next few rounds, and he is a good way to go. Then a sneaky one I've got Spaseka um, from Manly. Um, I've been chatting with a couple of people over the last few weeks, and Spaseka just does his job, and he's gotten better and better as. It's progressed. He's priced at what he's average, 55 or whatever, but does get the odd attacking stat. Starting to offload as well as the year's going on, so he could be a good sneaky just to bring in, and so he's a bit of a pod um, compared, definitely compared to AF, AFB and Tarpany's the other one. Like I know Con said last week he's not doing much, but front row is a bit of a wasteland other than passing AFB anyway, you know, so... Or I've got Jack DeBell, and he's a jewel, but I got him in the second row. So we'll move on to the second row. Uh, Defee, if you're ballsy enough to sell him, me personally, no way. No. Um, he can score. He can turn up in 50 minutes, doesn't need to play the 80. Um, I feel if he knows he's only playing 50, hopefully 
puts in those extra efforts as well. Um, so uh, for me, I would never sell him, but if you have to sell him, then I'd probably go the likes of Tofu, uh, Tofu Harris over there. Chugs along, does his work. Uh, he is priced a little bit under because he had a few injuries. Um, but he's... Still about the same price as Horse, bro. 600 like pretty much on the dot. And Horse is in that list. And I've got Jack DeBellin if you've got the... If you've got the Nouse, um, he's got the captaincy this week. He's a jewel, so you can also get him in the front row. But oh, when I got on Jackie last week, um, looks the goods over there. He's pretty much all they got. Blake Laurie got hurt, broke his hand, and someone else got hurt too last week. So a bit more for Jack to do this week. Um, any of them. And Hopgood, if you haven't got a few, even though he's got the by 14, he's solid as a rock. Especially with mm-hmm. Maddo going down and no RCG and Paulo off at Origin. It just makes you want him more and more every time I say another dude's out. And it's just, yeah. So any of them tickle your fancy or you got a different one? Or you just never sell DeFi? Yeah, probably wouldn't sell DeFi. I'm not thinking of selling Haas either, to be honest. No, no, neither am I. I'm just saying if, if that's the way you had to go. Like, yeah, but, yeah. I mean, Tohu, Hopgood, um... AFB, who else is on that list? Uh, Horsebra, Jack DeBellin. Yeah, there you go. I'd pretty, I'd, yeah, I, I can't. That's the thing. I can't fight you with any of them really. Yeah. They're all blokes that I've been looking at. Pasek is one of the pods. Um, remember last week we got a question about five percent potters. Oh, Chris. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got any of them? Pardon? Yeah. Well, so I had a look earlier, and like, I mean, I've got, I got a few, but yeah, Paseca I noticed was one of the few in the four was that you could actually consider. Yeah. Well, I think the horse mm. is actually still fairly lowly owned too. Yeah. Yeah. He is. Um, well, the Paseca's at 2%. DeBellin's only at 6 Yeah. And uh, Horsburgh is at 9 Yeah. So yeah. still all, not that highly owned. Or Pod. In, yeah. Pod's under yeah. 10 like, considered under 10 by the coach's law or whatever. Um, Maybe the ones that I'm looking at getting on, you know, this week or over this period. Well, they can, they're the ones that can get you them points that no one else is getting. Like you said, 2% own and, and rah, 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 like. At 2% out of the whole game, that's very low. Mm. And some of them you'd have to be think would be ghosties from the start of the year even, you know. Um, so, yeah, I, I just like a lot of them. And then I've got ha- Harry Grant. Now, this is a good talking point all over social media at the moment. Um, if you're sacking Harry, where are you going? Cook. Cook's going to be a man scorned. That's exactly what I'm thinking. Um, as a South's man, you'll know, like, yeah. how pissed is he going to be and... Oh, yeah, you, you, oh, I'm expecting a big score this weekend, I definitely. Just, uh, you feel for the bloke too, like he's, well, he was an incumbent, you know, mm. um, but yeah, I think it's a big ass to get 80 minutes out of Harpy Coruscant, he hasn't played 80 minutes for a long time. Well, not, not only, uh, I think he, he's played 80 minutes, I looked before, he's played 80 minutes, I think, twice this season, twice this season, um, uh, your once was last week. Against the Cowboys and once was yeah, Queensland are not the Cowboys, all right? Let's but, just stipulate it is the North Queensland Cowboys. That, because, and yeah. the, this is the exact point I was about to make. This game is going to be so much faster paced than what he's been played recently. Whenever he's played eighty, or even in uh, just in, in a role in general, I have I have faith. I, I have faith in him. Like he's got the games in him for he's, sure. Definitely. Let's be real. Look at. Look at the last 10 years of RP Coruscant, he won a premiership with views. Only because Isaac Luke was out with the suspension, though. 
Yeah, but did you just win that premiership without them too in that game? Maybe not. Is Maybe Isaac not. Luke as good as Cam McInnes and Arpy Corusau combined? Maybe at the time. Maybe mm. at the time. He was very good at the time. But they 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 won that game. They helped just win that game with their differences, you know. And Oh yeah, definitely. Corusau yeah. went on to be injured a lot, but every time he got game, his deception has been spoke about for a long time and it, you know what it took me a long time to actually spot the deception that he had like I was sort of thinking what the fuck are they on about but as years went by I started watched him a bit more and just just the way he conducts himself is very just as very little, the little little things he gives away tries to give away you know to the to the opposition markers and stuff yeah and for me cook has one problem He's too fast for everyone. Like, you'll find him out in the open just waiting. If he was a duck, he'd be fucked. Because <laughs> uh, he just gets outgone, and if Cam Murray's not there, then it's all over. It's a shot play, you know? Mm. And that, for me, I've seen a few times in the past, and that probably could have brought him undone. But I expect him to go very well over the next few weeks for Souths. Yeah. Um, and attempt to get his jersey back. And if you're not going to go off Cook, where are you going to go? Jeremy Marshall King or... Oh, I would have said Jeremy Marshall King. That's I the think only he's the second way. highest average hooker, I'm pretty sure. Why not both? <laughs> well, you could. You could mm. if that was the way you're inclined. You'd be picking up decent points. Well, I mean, what, I have to admit, one of the trades I was thinking about this week was going uh, Jaden Sullivan to Cook. So then I have Marshall King and Cook. As yeah. Two hookers. I'm upgrading Brandon Smith to him. I'd be getting rid of that Sullivan as quick as I could too. Yeah, definitely. Um, then Nico Hines made the list just because, look, Nafe's Nafe, but they got the way better draw compared to Nico over the next month. Um, I think you'll find Nico has got buys and he has got Melbourne and then another buy or something. I'm not sure how it works out. but He's got Melbourne Broncos and a buy. Aside from the Origin games. Yeah. So, yeah. He doesn't get much footy. and let, But for me, I, I'm not selling Nico unless he, if he's only getting 10 minutes of footy, you can assume he's coming out that next week and just blitzing it. You know, um, that's the scary part about selling a Nico. But for me, I couldn't sell Naif at this point just because they got the better draw and I feel they'll need Naif. More than sharks will need Nico. Well, yeah, See, I've I've got both, and I'm not selling either. I'll cop an AE if it needs be, but yeah, I won't sell either. So I'm I'm contemplating moving on Nico. I really yeah. am. Um, just to probably an SJ or a Mitch Moses. I haven't got the Nias to go A Ray just because. Yeah, but. I don't know, Mitch Moses. He's he goes on them runs, man. And I've been on I've been on a Mitch Moses when he goes on them runs in the past, and he's looking like he's ready to go on a bit of a run. You know, they've got a semi decent draw. I know they play all the week afters buys. I'm pretty sure, like all them th- the three team buy weeks, um, mm. or close to that. So that's one thing. But you should have your knife back by then. As well, so I don't know. It's a massive play to get rid of a Nico or a Knife, especially yeah. the way they score. 
Like, would you contemplate or? No, not really. I'm possibly considering moving on Nico just because the lack of game time. Um, but yeah, I'm sort of thinking I'm going to look at Origin One and sort of figure out how he's actually utilised before I make that decision. Um, but also, I want to keep as many Origin players as I can. Origin players come back, you know, just freaks, man. And a whole different mindset for the rest of the season. So, yeah, my goal is to hold on to as many of them as possible because that's it. They come back and prove that they can do amazing shit in club land in 50 minutes. And you can see that from backs. You can see that from forwards. You can see that from spine positions. You can see that all over the joint that they're the best of the best and they're there for a reason. Ultimately, they're the goals. They're a lot of those blokes are the ones you want to run home with. Yeah. The trick is now, during this period, where can you make that ground points-wise? Like, I held on to Teddy and Turbo. I had Cleary sitting there. Like, and now, and you probably, now, now your drama is you've lost them both again, just as they've come good. I've, I've lost all of them. Yeah. But I proved last week, you know what I mean? Like, you can make up those points week to week if you do have the right players. And I've been guilty of selling them in the past and not realising what sort of monsters they were going to come back like from Origin. Now... You know, let me just completely um, flip that on its head. And it's a risk. His origin's a fast-paced game. It's full of big blokes who are angry. You know what I mean? They really do not like whoever's not wearing the same colours as them. They are out there for blood, mate. So your best, injuries can happen. If you do look at past and the science of it too, like the, if your game's on a Thursday, Friday, it's much better than playing on the Saturday, Sunday. They say by the Saturday, Sunday, your body's really sore and it's harder to back up. Whereas backing up from Origin on the the Thursday night or the Friday night game is a lot easier on the body than it is to back up on the Sunday. So you look at especially forwards, if they have to play a Sunday game, gee, they're going to be up for a challenge, you know, just to maintain a fitness throughout that game because your body's going to be meant to be in deep recovery by day three, four, you know? Yeah. Mm. And um, they are ready to go rip tear muster yet. <laughs> Thanks, peptides. But, yeah. Um, yeah, anyway, they've got Munster. The only place I personally would go, and this is this is just me, it would be to um, Brown just because they haven't lost anyone really to yeah. origin. Like Bit of a cash difference there, though, isn't there? A uh, hundred grand, I think, but you should be able to make that elsewhere, or you should have a war chest ready for your origin buyers anyway. Like you should be ready for this. Like you knew you had to buy some players mm. um, coming into this. Uh, Cody Nikarima is a pod playing fullback this week, so don't know, but he's been going okay up there. Bennett gets the best out of people, um, doesn't he? He has been going. Okay. He's been chugging along quite nicely since he came in. And then, yeah, if you've really got the money, and I don't know how it's going to work without Trell, so that's why I didn't spruik Walker first, because Walker's probably the form. Well, him and Bags are about on par, but they're probably the form five-eights at the moment. But you're right. Um, A lot of his plays involve Latrell or AJ. Take nothing yeah. away from Taff, but he's no Trell Mitchell, man. Like Trell's a no. big, big yeah. unit. Um, and he's just commands two dudes straight away, whereas old mate's not commanding that sort of attention mm. to free up Cody's and free up the AJ's as much, you know. They still manage to find the line for AJ. They have a knack for opening up that left-hand side, but 
Yeah, he's just he for me at his price. He's a worry because without Trell, it's just you know I know Cook's going to do his thing, but he also hasn't got a Cam Murray mm. to feed off. So yeah, it's yeah, it's one of them things. Um, then Val Holmes, he's highly sold. He'll be one of my first to go this week. Um, just because yeah, they have a bit of a tough tough run, and I feel you can easily get. Other people to fill the void. Val hasn't been doing overly fantastic anyway. Uh, you can get on the Garricks if you haven't got Ruben Garrick. I think you're mad. Uh, no, he doesn't play next week, but he's just been chugging along nicely over there at Manly. He got an 88 inch base and power the other week. Um, so I like what he does there. Um, Zarko, if you've got the money. Now, I've rubbished Zarko 100 times this year. 100 times last year, but he seems to just be putting it up every week. Kicks goals. Mm. Um, they seem to be scoring tries too, so if you can do it, do it. Uh, and you use jump on a Zarko with your balls up? Nah. Man, that's it. He's a bit too expensive for me now. It's it's a massive balls gamble. Like, but averaging 75 for the year and three-round average as well. So. You took the gamble at the start of the year. Good on you. Yeah, and then I've got Chansey. He's still only at 500, so you're going to pocket some of that cash there if you're going from Val to CNK. Uh, You will pocket a little bit of cash, which can help you juice up any one of these other areas. Um, Marju, he's 600 and something, but his base and power is good. I think a shit week for him is 45, so Mm. you can't be unhappy with that. No tries, he's still... Pokes along at 45, which is 20 above most other centre wings who don't score. And then Lamuelu, the, just a weapon, the juggernaut. Um, they've opened up a space for him in the starting side full-time now. So he's one that got away from me. But if I could manage to free up funds this week, I'd, I'd love to be able to get him in. Um, I know he has a sort of lowish one in him, but he's in, you can get him in the centre wing. You know, that's just... Second rower in the centre wings, man. It's guaranteed yeah. 55 a week or whatever. Well, look, how about this? You got Lemuelu at 658, yeah. Asako at 680, yeah. and Nick Meany at 695. Out of those three, which one would you rather get in? Well, Nick Meany's not playing. So mm. I'd be definitely Lemuelu for me, just on the safety of the base points. Right. Um, don't get me wrong, Azarko's got the way high ceiling, um, but Lemuelu's base points, what interests me, especially in a round... Lemuelu's got the ceiling in him too, though. He's pulled out some oh, not big like, scores. Not like an Not Azarko, as consistently but... as Azarko, but he has pulled out some big scores in him too. Like, if teams are shutting down Azarko, that's going to open up space for a bloke like Lemuelu. But if you're, if you're looking to, to power up your side because you're not flush already you, do you really want to bring in a bloke that can get you 30 rather than a bloke who get you solid 60 you know and then with the the chance he gets a try gets you 90 odd you know yeah no um, I'm, I'm with you i've got a little bit lemuelo over a sarko in the sentence yeah i just think i just think the safety especially at this point when you're looking to make moves if you're looking to make moves now this is sort of a round and the next couple of rounds coming up where if you do it right you can make some big Big, big moves. Because like, mm. I've noticed a lot of people are on the scramble this, this week. You know, they're scrambling. Lemuelu, I'm just looking at his stats now. 
he's had that big game against uh, Canberra where he scored 120. Um, then he's scored. He's only scored in two other games this season, and that he scored 76 against Roosters and 79 against Canberra. That's um, not bad. Every, everything else, though, the next highest score he got was 64 against the Knights. And what, everything else all, was in the 50s. Yeah, that's all just base and power, though. That would be all just base and power, yeah. yeah. Which, for, for a thing, is expensive now. Mm. But for a centre wing, like, that's where you're playing him. You're not putting him in your second row. Like, yeah. you, you're playing him in your centre wing because that's where you need that solid point. You need an anchor down there. Mm. Val was that for me, but he was still getting shit scores. Like, he was getting 30s and that, even with kicking goals. Like, it just, I ended up, I got, lucky I got on Garrick when he bottomed out. And now he'll be sort of that anchor for me, you know, with Marju yeah. on the other side. Like, I got them two with, I still got Chansey in there, who's needs a try, you know. You need to have those sort of players as well, but yeah. And then Walsh, 29% owned, playing Origin. I dare say if Kevy's smart, just with the position they're in, they can afford to arrest him. Um, I don't see him coming out of Origin and playing 80 minutes for the Broncos every week after Origin, you know. I just see... In a world where he's getting rested, he's a young fella, massive workload, and Origin, fucking huge. You know, he's going to be very, very busy at Origin, so to come back and back up for the Broncos would be pretty hard. And he's, I think he's got a decent BE, I didn't check, I'll be honest. Um, Ponga, but would you go to Ponga or would you go to Gufferson? Where would you go with it? Look, Gufferson's on the decline. He's got a high BE and... He's 700,000. Pong is like a strong wind away from a concussion, but... but yeah, it's a tough goal. Um, See, I, was, I, I, was, wasn't, I was considering bringing Ponger in, but into 5'8", not fullback. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Well, look, he's... We know he's a talent. You know? And he's moved back to fullback, positionally. Mm. Yeah. Is that confirmed, yeah? Yeah. yeah. So Lockie yeah. Miller bench. He's hard done by If Lockie. not New South Wales Cup. No, he's, he's bench 14. Yeah, but if Kurt Mann gets brought into the squad, New South Wales Cup. Mm. Um. Yeah, look, I, Pong has got the pedigree. We know he's, I think he got his big boy score last year of 160-odd, so he's got him in him. And you think with the origin snubbing, God, you'd think him and him and Gags would probably have a big week this week together. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. He's a massive risk. Yeah, yes, you know, you brought him in round two, did you this year? Yeah, don't don't go. No, I just I just see that. I just wanted to see that. Oh. <laughs> I see that, Louis. Did you see it? That look of disappointment. Just yeah. remember yes. that. Just oh. remember that look. Is that I can't, a... I can't take the risk for that exact reason. He's made it into my team once, and he's gone back out. I need to see some proven. I can understand what you're talking about, about taking the gamble. Juicy price, like 510k or something. Bro, he was 342 weeks ago, like spewing, you know, spewing. Yeah. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. But yeah, you can see a perfect where he gets to 700 pretty quick if he keeps going. Like, yeah, especially yeah. If, if him and Gags want to make a statement about getting him into Origin 2. They got two weeks and well, they got, yeah, really one week to make that statement. Because yeah. they're off in 14. So, I did, yeah, they got 13 and 15 to make that statement and try and get back in that side. So, yeah, I think they're going to come out on fire too. Yeah, I do too. It's, it's worrying. It's either going to go one or two ways, tons or twos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you just came up with a title. Tons or twos. There we go. Yeah, but, yeah, I do I do worry about him. Um, so what do you got in your under 10% own? Uh, Matty Drew and Stuart. Uh, asked this question last week about pods. Pretty sure um, it wasn't Stuart, but yeah, definitely Matty. Um, yeah, so some people were asking for pods under five percent, um, and I went and had a look through. Oh, now it's Grant. Paseca made my list. Grant, Grant, Taniela yeah. Paseca from Manly. Um, possibly even taking the gamble on Sioni Finu over the next five weeks, six weeks, if Jakey's out and he's going to hold down that position. Well, Jakey and that Tuolungi, I think, got hurt as well. Yep, and Burbo. So there's, there's a few things going on there at Manly, so there is some minutes on offer. That's where I'm cheering that I've held on to Kepi. It looks like he might have the lock spot. Yep. Um, but then that's a lot of forwards to be taken into next week. So depending on where your team's at, sort of bring them in over the next two weeks. Uh, Scotty Drinkwater. Yeah, now, made Miley's too, Drinky. Cowboys are about to get a bit of cattle back, so Drinky, this could be his time to shine, especially while Val's not there over Origin, but also Val's good for him uh, scoring-wise as well. They tend to share the love a bit. Yeah. Um, so he's definitely one to watch for me. And uh, the recent call-up to the New South Wales Blues squad, speaking of... Can I just stop you on the Drinky thing? Yeah. Drinky might even go that little bit better without Val because there's a bit le- less pressure to get it to his marquee man. He might use other other plays more than just getting it to Val, you know what I mean? So might help Drinky this no Val. Yeah, see what happens. Now what are you going about Blues? Um, yeah, the new call-up to the Blues squad in young Blake Braley. Yeah, like him. Like He's been a solid hooker for Cronulla all year, and yeah, if you're talking about that hooker halfback combination, well, him and Nico. Question is, what sort of game times Nico actually getting? Where are they going to utilise him? What are what are their plans? Like, you know, were they maybe thinking about playing Nico at hooker, and now they're thinking about playing Braley to spell Appy for that period? I, I don't know what's going on, or or if that's their plans for the future. You know, Blake Braley looks like he could be the future of the the Blues hooking spot there. Um, it's good, you know. What it's a little bit smart 
it's a good coaching tactic from Freddie um, to get their backup halves hooker into camp just to talk about the way they go about business and how they can set up for the way Nico goes about his business, you know what I mean? Because he definitely set up different to the, to Nave coming from Mitch Kenny and that, you know what I mean? So it's not a bad tactic getting in your halves and hooker combo because, yeah, like he can talk to the forwards and they'll set a different sort of platform for the way Nico would play his game to the way Nave would play his, you know. Yeah. I understand it. Um, yeah, Jack DeBellin, I think, made that list as well. Fairly low ownership on him. I think it was like yeah. 6% or something. Yeah, yeah 6%. Um, trying to think who else was in that sort of 6 to 8%. I think we've already talked about them being some of the back rowers. I didn't see too many more spine players. Well, Moses Suli was one that got on my list. Um, he makes me list every year. But yeah, that's it. I can't trust him because he makes a list every year. And well, he chugs along at 55. He's, he's not doing too shit. You know what I mean? Um, and and if you're actually watching, if you've watched a few Dragons games, he's definitely found his foot, you know, he's found his feet there at the club. He gets in, he does some good hard runs, and he's he's just a tackle-breaking man. Like, that's what he is. And if he scores a try, you're cheering. So, yeah. Yeah. That's the way I see I wouldn't get him in. Long term till the end, but I could definitely see a world where I have him in till fifteen, sixteen, and punt him. Uh, Hamali Olakowatu is cheap as well, but he's lost everyone, which yeah. could go either way. It could free him up to be a bit more of a ball playing forward or whatever. But he's lost Cherry Evans, who gives him good service, and he's lost Travoyevich, who gives everyone everything. <laughs> he's just a gun. So yeah, and then Gagai threw on the list just because he's gonna be a bit scorned. And if you look he's chugging along at seven hundred thousand anyway, so he's doing okay. Mm. So Savy Coates could be in that conversation. He was injured last year and then you had Corey Oates who then got injured um what was it start of this year? Yeah. So I've got SJ on my list too. But that's more of a nostalgia one. I like him. He's still he still should be in the conversation, though. He's definitely second tier of the halfbacks on his own. Like, A-Ray on his days up there, too, but SJ's chugging along good. Now, you got any more on your list? Or? Uh, ins and outs, the most traded out from my team, according to the app, uh, Harry Grant, Nico Hines. See, that was one that sort of backs up our theory over here. Uh, Val Holmes. Um, Katoa from the Dolphins, which is, I know he's shit, but he's a number for this week. Is he? Or has he been cut? No, he's definitely playing, but he got he got hooked last week. And then Munster. So the trend is Harry, Nico, and Munster and Val, all origin. Um, all must be going to, we'll look over to the ins. Um, Cook, he's the most brought in, so you can see where people are going for their Harry money. Um, Nico is he's Ponga. Ponga's obviously been brought in through some jewels. Um, Hopgood is the next one. Azarko and Nikarima. So people are saying the Nikarima thing, but does have a shit floor. Like could get you twenty. Yeah, easily get you twenty. And, right. and Torhu as well. He's at eight percent 
brought in this week. Is he? Yeah, yeah. He's actually sitting sitting second. Well, I've brought him in. I'm one of those. So, yeah. All right, we've got a couple of questions. He's got anything else she's want to chat about over there? Um, you've also on the on the most traded out this week, Reese Walsh and uh, Reed Money, as well. Ooh, Reed, yeah. yeah, I see that though. He's been going okay, but I just see Cook at the moment doing something different. You know, mm. he's going to be pretty upset. You'd have to think. Yeah. As well as Zach Hosking as well. Ooh, Zach Hosking traded out. All right, Watto. Brother Watto. Uh, Val for Hot Good Via Jules or Val for a Psycho? Or Sullivan and Nicarima can only do one of those moves. Oh, I'd be telling you to get rid of Sullivan as quick as you can, but I think Val for Hot Good's pretty juicy. Yeah, it's one that instantly spoke out to me. Mm. Um. Valfra Sarko is a big gamble, but Sullivan, I'd love to get Sullivan out of your side, but I think he's already playing this week, so you've already sort of counted for him a couple of weeks ago. When you got him in, it's your fault. He's shit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm looking at you too, Louis, so you're not alone there, Wado. Don't worry. I'm looking. I'm I'm eyeballing Louis. Yeah, you're not not alone, mate. Um, (laughs) But Valfra, good for me. Val's not playing. I think they've got to buy 15 or something. So. They've, yeah, they've got to buy 15, and then they play Storm, I think, 14, and then Panthers and Souths, 16, 17. So, yeah, Val's a solid move along. Yeah. And, yeah, I'm good by Jules is the way for me. Um, yeah. Shane Hughes, going live tonight, boys. No, we're not. Sorry, Shane, oh, bro. Oh, um... The technician's coming out tomorrow to fix the MBN. So let's hope he does a good job. Um, <laughs> Michael Mizzy, who do I bring in? JMK or Cook as a keeper for the rest of the season? Um, Cook's scores haven't been that great. And I can see JMK averaging five to ten points a game more. Grant Willoughby's other hooker. Yeah, look, JMK, he's... Statistically, the better, second best hooker in the game at Supercoach wise at the moment. Um, I do think Cook over this period will play harder to try and get back in that New South Wales squad. Yeah. Um, but I guess that is that risk that you know, say Cook comes out has the blinder, AB Coruscant doesn't do so well, Cook gets recalled, then you're having to you know trade out, trade him out again. Yeah. So probably you'll go Jeremy Marshall King. Long oh, yeah, term. I was, was going to say the same thing. Just because just there's no shot yeah. of Marshall King playing any representative football yeah. at all. Like, Arby Coruscant could get a knock, cook back next week. Exactly. Um, but, yeah. For me, yeah, Jeremy Marshall King, he is, he is more expensive. If you didn't stress the point that you said keeper for the rest of the season, I would have said cook, get on cook for the next month of footy because I think it's going to be good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, because you stress the point on rest of the season, I think yeah, Marshall King's your man there. He'll definitely he'll keep you happy all year. I think like yeah, um, bar injury, of course. Yeah, I, I've had him so far. My, well, I'll say probably say about ninety percent of this season, and he hasn't let me down once. Yeah, you get involved in that one. All right, Sean O, Sean O, Barrett. Bad planning. We've only ten players for this buy round. 
is going to hurt. I reckon after three trades, but I'm keeping Grant, Fifi, Cleary and Hines for the run home. Um, yeah, but that is bad by, by plan and with only having 10. Mm. Best plan for you then, Sean, is you're going to have to try and wing a fucking blase as VC or captain, like where no one else is on him and they top score for the round. That's where you're going to have to try to make up some points there. Sorry, champ. Uh, Lloyd Clark, Jazzy, the guest speaker segment, bring it home. You know, champ, how was it feeling pumping out a 15 fucking thousand or whatever? Fuck. Fifteen sixty two in the end. Yeah, hectic, man. Like, yeah. to be honest, I, I didn't even believe it. No. I looked at my score Monday morning, like, you know, 5.45, and getting to work, and, you know, met you at the servo beforehand, getting a coffee, and I think I checked my score for the first time. It was up around 15.70 or something. I was like, whoa, what happened? Yeah. Just incredible, man. But, look, I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to leverage it. And and utilize it like I got a massive jump in points, a massive jump in spots, and all of a sudden, like you said, like I'm back in contention, I'm back in the game. More importantly, won my head to head. Like that, I mean, that's mainly been my focus all year too. Who'd you dominate over there in the head to head? Actually, oh, in the Podmasters, massive know, shout know. out to Kando, the Doc. How'd you feel, Doc? You got dominated by the Jazz. Cheers <laughs> up, buddy. He, he, he messaged me straight away. He put it yeah in the chat. He was just like, bro. I was like, mate. Like that. That was when my score was like fifteen, seventeen. And then I woke up the next morning and updated by sixty points. I was like, whoa, what has happened here? Yeah, just cheer. yeah, incredible. Nah, yeah, it was. Nah, it was good. Good on you, man. Like all it takes is that one week, one yeah. week to get right back in it. Yeah. Well, you have you had seven tons, seven tons, side. and one of them was my captain. And I was considering looping Cleary on the first night, going 125 could be the biggest score we see all weekend. Yeah, yeah, and then all the Origin stars just sort of turned up, and then the Tigers were like, "Hey, 66." <laughs> We and just, then Turbo at the end was like, hold my beer, boys, and just psh, 165 out of nowhere. Well, just a quick, like, that was a reminder, actually, like, on the round, like, it was Indigenous round, and it was a good Indigenous round, too. Like, if you actually watch the games, all the Indigenous boys stood up and had blinders, like, as yeah. they do every year. And I think I say this every year, we need an Indigenous year where we just have, like, 27 rounds of, in, like, Indigenously, indigenously inspired football, and the fuck we'd be we'd be well for it, man. Because I, I don't know if it'd take away from the actual round of footy itself, but fuck, they all just tend to turn up the boys, and it's good to see. Like someone said something about oh, the South South didn't win, but if you actually look back, Souths they all had blinders, man. You know, it's, you can't win every game you play. You know, it's part of footy. Mm. And you can have a blinder and still lose. That's another part of footy. <laughs> like I've watched it. Oh yeah, watched it heaps. And yeah, it was. I thought it was a great round. Yeah, yeah. it was. It was. Yeah, if you actually watch some of it, I think most of the man the matches and that went to indigenous players and mm. well deservedly too. Like yeah, so good round. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, Maddie Drew. Munster for Walker. Thoughts on that? Average to average run home, and he should Walker should outscore him. Munster for Cody Walker. Yeah. Yeah. See, I don't know about for the run home, but yeah, at the moment, Cody Walker's like the one you should be aiming for. Really, can't really fault you against it. 
Mind you, Cody Walker has just been on his mad run, and as we know, every year he can sometimes drop off for a little bit, and part of that might be down to Latrell being missing over Origin. So, if anything, I'm probably on for the ride at this point, but I'm hoping he doesn't go back down to 500k with a few lower performances over the next few weeks. I'm hoping he leads that team around the park because he is he's one of the elders there now. You know what I mean? Like He is one of the, the older heads, and yeah, it's sort of his job to... Keep that team rolling along. No. I, I do think there might be a slight decrease in his points over this origin period, uh, but I still think most of the attack from South will be going through him, so there should still be, be still definitely be a flow of attacking points. He'll yeah, be it's receiving his points on offer. Yeah, yeah. It's a question of whether he can capitalise on him and still get the ball out to AJ without yeah big man like the Trill commanding mm. those defenders and creating the space. Um, Lockie Luch- Ilias had a horrible week last week, oh, which I didn't realise. Yeah. But when I was looking through the pods, he's one of those pod ownership sort of halves. Now, he can go on runs as well, but it's it, that's it. If South is going down the left, they're going down the left. If they're going yeah. down the right, they're going down the right. Mm. It all stems off the back of the Murray quick play the ball if you really mm. if What you side watch. of the field he's on. And we're just how quick he gets up off the ground. Like They don't hold him down long, he's strong. Um, well, that's he's got the quickest play the ball in rugby league, hasn't he? And then that, Cook feeds with that as well. You yeah, know, and that's that's where you basically that's how you start your your gun set. Like it's mm. off the back of a Cam Murray super fast play the ball. Like it's just ridiculous how quick the bloke can get up off the ground. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so they, that's another thing they'll be lost. Mm. Um. For Souths and for Cody Walker's Arsenal, like you're missing out on. That one second play the ball bang yeah. straight up off the ground. Not and, many people do it. And, and just on Ilias, if I was to bring in, in Ilias, I'd be bringing him in when Kolomatangi gets back. Yeah. Because the Kolomatangi-Ilias combination on that second row, I think South really miss. He, having that just solid player in that second row running running off Ilias's hip. What is his um, time frame, do you know? Or? It was originally six to eight weeks. Um, so I reckon Kalamatangi, if he was back, is playing Origin. I mean, mm. probably not now coming back from an injury, but he hasn't been out that long, has he? Oh, he well, it's been, been about four weeks now. Uh, yeah, he definitely would have been on the radar. Yeah, 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 because he's just an absolute weapon, and oh, he gets yeah. through the work defensively as well, whereas I think that might be Olakowatu's downfall is he doesn't get as much of the defensive well, work it, done. He, he must be back soon because the NRL website is saying round 13. So he must be back soon. He could, yeah. yeah I don't think go. he's. I don't think he's named for this week. He um, might be an extended, so. but yeah, he shouldn't be far away if that's the case. All right, Marca Escalara. Thoughts on Welch, Murray, and Holmes to Tohu, Horsebrat, and Bird. Jack Bird's potish. Sorry, could you could you repeat that again? Sorry. Um, thoughts on Welch, Murray. And Holmes to Tohu, Horsebrat, and Bird. Yeah, Bird's mm. a bit of a sneaky pot in there, but yeah, definitely the other two I can go get behind. Especially while yeah. he's playing in the back row, I don't mind Bird. Like, mm. He's got to do a bit more work in there. Um, Horsebrat's been chugging along nice. Like The other week, Teddy said, Horsebrat, Horsebrat, Horsebrat. I was like, ah, and he fucking has chugged along very well. He got us got something the other night, that's why he got a shit scoring, he got Simbin and shit, but... Yeah, he did. Yeah, he still chugged out a nice 50. Still, still put out a 62. There you go. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, he's chugging along at all sorts of good goodness, old Corey Horsburgh. And Tohu's yeah. solid as rock. Well, to- Tohu's Tohu. Yeah, he has got injury bar, bar injury. Yeah, yeah. He's been in and out all year, which is a drama. But he has he has seen to go back to back. So you get him for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> If that's the sort of play you're looking for. But. Just getting for the right two weeks. Yeah. Um, now, Michael McLean, who would be the better pick out of Penasini or Simonson from the Eels? Penasini. Yeah, base work on Penasini's. Base work, and I think try scoring-wise as well. He um, He's just stronger, closer to the line. He gets across that line more often. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, Chris. Uh, Chris. He, he's one, I think, that. I he's one that I w- kind of wish I had in my team at t- at times this season because he's always just what oh, that player that stinks under the radar doesn't t- do too well yeah. but uh, gets those average scores you know gets those base stats um, when he scores tries does you know does so well same with uh, Tomoko yeah, who's up around seven hundred I think now about seven eleven I think he's at got his twenty uh, last week. Uh, 30. Oh, did he? Yeah, oh, yeah he's his fourth from Grace last week. <laughs> Still averaging 70-something. Mm. Um, then Chris Looch. So you'd say that, eh? Looch. Yeah. Chris Looch sent me a question as well. Um, what are we doing with Taware, for those that don't? Um, Playing him this week. In the team, he's, he's in the team at 17. He's not named in the start in 13. Um. And does he drop out next week when the hammer comes back or stays on the bench? I'm actually thinking next week to downgrade to him to pick up the 200k before he makes some money. So would you downgrade to a Tuare even though he's on the bench? That's one of my trades this week. Really? I'm freeing up the cash. I'm going Croker to Tuvade. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that'll, that, that'll allow me to do a couple of good trades. Yeah, me and Chris O last week were talking. <laughs> um, and he last week we were talking Paseca or Edwards. Who do you jump on last week? Like, and I think I told him Paseca, and he was like, only because I had Edwards already. Um, I wasn't so sold on Edwards, like chugging along at good scores. But Paseca got a sixty-seven, and Edwards got a fifty-eight for the three hundred k difference. So, would you look at it like that? Would you? Rather pocket 300k on snapping up the cheapie and lose nine points, you know? Mm. Or do you go with that solid, solidified guy? Like I did tell him, but Edwards could be gone in two weeks. You don't know if Thompson makes a miracle comeback and there's a few things that go wrong for him, whereas Paseca, he's, he's their number one front rower. He's there all year, no matter what. Like, whereas that's what I'm thinking this week to Ware. If you don't have plans on making him enough, you could sort of cruel yourself by bringing in a Tuare and having him at 200 grand, you know? But yeah, if you're bringing him in enough, him, I, I see a good world where you do it. Especially yeah. if you're not worried if he doesn't play next week or ever play again, even. Mm. You know? But if you're looking for the money. I don't know if the money's going to come if he backs up this week with a fucking 10 and, no. you know, another 10 the week after off the bench, not making shit. That nine is irrelevant, mm. you know. So, Gamble, yeah, well, I don't know if I bring in a Tuare this week. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying no. 
Jitaware. <laughs> you? Yeah, it's only game two. I wouldn't make a move on him this week unless you need him as but enough downgrade. Louis bringing yeah, him in. And I'm bringing him. Are you looking at it with that sort of view? I, yeah, I don't really care what he scores. I'm bringing him as, as enough. Generate generate some cash. Yeah. Right, eh? Yeah. Bucking a dude I fully forgot about, guys. Um, and I really shouldn't have because he's in my actual footy side. Um, Davida Pengai Jr. He's, yes, I must admit, I did see him in Cod Territory and look at him making the New South Wales squad. Now, Tavita Pengai Jr. making the New South Wales squad, when he comes back after these three games of origin, I strongly suggest you just look at getting him. Yeah, I think he's going to be a changed man. Um, just being in camp with some of the greats that they can get in and around camps, I think he should take his game to the next level after this. Um, Freddie's been spruiking him for years, man. Freddie's wanted him to be better mm. for years, you know, and this is his gamble, and I think TPJ's built for Origin, man. I think he's just going to go out there and wreck people. Uh. I hope so. <laughs> oh. Man, oh, and look, he's, he's had a bit of a temper in the past and stuff, which like he needs to figure out how to harness and channel that aggression without being suspended or sin-binned. Oh, but if he could do that, like, bro, instant in. Like, yeah. it, dude's a weapon. I was going to start the year with him until that calf thing. I did start the year with him, I think. And then I ended up having to, yeah, pull him out because he wasn't coming back long term. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm I'm very, very keen. Yeah, so, Pengai uh, a, a Pengai Jr. that rips and tears like nothing else, it's fun to watch. It yeah. is fun to watch. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's massive surprise inclusion. Um, hasn't played much this year for the Dogs. Didn't play overly great last year. Did, did in patches, but didn't overly... Overly impressed, if you know what I mean. Like, he did mm. offload machine, which that's what he's known for, but he didn't be that forward we sort of needed him to be. And I think Origin will get that, that out of him. I think he'll go in there and he'll come back. And you must have. He should be doing hush shit by the time he comes back from Origin. So put that in your little black book, fellas. Um, jump on him. He's going to be a good one after Origin. I feel. Mm. Um, anyone else you think is going to come out of Origin better for it? Like, we know Teddy does every year. Like, he's one of them ones I don't know if I should sell or not. If I do, it's only to drinky. And it'd only be a short-term play. But, yeah. Anyone? I'm just hoping they all follow, mate. Yeah. Oh, look, I, I fucking love it, man. Yeah. It's going to be mm. great. Like, Can't wait. A week away, bring it on. I'm I'm absolutely itching for it now. Sitting around, I didn't even know what Origin was a few years ago. Now I just cannot wait. It's the highlight of my year. Yeah. Yeah, bring it on. If you want to win a ring, find Con on the WhatsApp. Links in the Facebook thing. All right. Any more questions? Are we good? No, that was it, I think. We did have a couple asking where we are. Sorry, dudes. Still my internet. Full responsibility. Should be back next week, though, on the live. Well, no, not next week, because our origin depends. We'll, we've got to work that one out. We'll, we'll out, see. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll definitely right. throw you something. Sneaky captains for the week. <sighs> Moses, Cody Walker, if you got him. 
maybe a Damien Cook. Jermaine Hopgood might be as a VC if you don't have the Parramatta spine. Uh, yeah. KP if you went balls up on him. Oh. Uh, I'm going dual bags. Ooh. Dual, okay, yeah, dual bags. The bags. Yeah. Everyone loves the bags. Oh, at the moment. Against Cowboys especially. At the moment, have the VC on Chance Nickel Clockstad. And I'll have the captaincy on Greg Marju. Okay. Wow, some real field captain choices there. Who are you going luck, with, Juz? Hey. Uh, I'm going vice captain on Hopgood, captain on Cody Walker. Cody Walker, okay. Okay. Against the Raiders, yeah. Definitely could. Oda Marju mm. against a depleted Manly and a stung KP. That's my, my theory <laughs> on it. KP loves the left. Marju on the left with... Yeah, no turbo, no cherry. It's a big ass for him. So um, that's the way I'm looking. Otherwise, it'll be Garrick in the same game. Yeah. That'd be me other probably captain choice. Mm, Garrick's still on the wing, though. Yeah, but that's just... Garrick still does what Garrick does. Like, he's only thrown up shit scores at centre. Like I said, 88 just in basing power. Um, Two or three weeks ago on the wing. And... That's just him bringing it back. He has 28 ups a game, breaks a few tackles. Got a couple offloads away last week. Like. And goal kicking if they don't ask for points. <laughs> so, he's just, yeah, he's got so many positives to his game, Garrick. Like, he's just gotten, he's gone from super coach strength year to year. Like, his game super coach wise has just got better and better as years have progressed as well. Like, he's always been good, but he's starting to get to that point where he's a must have. Mm. Like you, you're fucking mad not to have have the bloke in your side. I think or at least not be penned in for your run home. Uh, I think if you didn't jump on him last week, um, and you don't jump on him this week, it's going to be tough. Will you be back paying uh, paying premium? Yeah, it'll be tough. Which in saying that, if you're willing to go sideways. If you got more pressing issues and he's not your guy, then you will be paying more for him later. But yeah, there's sometimes where sideways trade comes in, like when someone's on the way up, the other's on the way down, and go for a Val Holmes to Garrick if you can. Yeah, it's a solid move. Only what forty k difference at the moment, and look, Garrick's got a break even of seven. So this is the week to this is the week to jump on. Yeah. Yeah. You miss out. He doesn't play next week, which is a downfall. But this, I think, Garrick, this is a long-term keeper you're looking at. Yeah, it's this the is other long-term. option I'd be looking at would be yeah. someone like um, Marshy, and he doesn't play next week either, so and it's six to one half the other. And he's, well, the thing with Garrick is, like we've talked about all night, who's coming back. You know, he's got Cherry coming back from Origin, and he's going to have Turbo coming back from Origin. Two blokes who's just going to make his game better, mm. you know? And they make the club's game better. So, yeah, I think Garrick's a win for everyone there, really. Yeah. Get on, Garrick. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. I think that's us done and dusted, isn't it? Peace. Peace. Yeah. See you next week. Cheerio. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 